Welcome to the Voice of Revenue, the no-nonsense show for revenue rock stars. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another week, it's another voice of revenue on this for us sunny Friday afternoon. And I want to talk to you about something that is uh, deeply nested in my heart. Right? And that is really answering the question, what's the number one thing most revenue managers fear? Right? You might have seen Shrek. Yes, revenue managers are a little bit like onions. Right? You gotta peel away the outside to come actually to the soft, mushy part inside. And yes, there is fear, even those those revenue warriors are driving that non-stop performance. And I had an amazing conversation uh, this week about that. And, and I posted the question. So what is it that is currently on the mind of revenue managers? And one of the items that came back was about losing control, right? With all the AI being out there, with all the automations that are going out there. So do I have the choice of not doing it, which makes me unproductive? Or should I do it? In which case I lose control. Right. And that's fine. Losing that control part. But what I found interesting is if you look at the latest statistics, right, it actually ain't that bad for the next uh, couple of decades or years because there will be less humans and more jobs. So essentially, there's enough work for us to do. But let's get back to that that controlling thing. So what is the number one fear of a revenue manager? Right. You could say control. Yeah. I don't think, I think it's a symptom. I don't think it's actually the cause. Now you could then say, okay, loss of a major client or contract. Sure, absolutely, right? Sucks when your biggest customer leaves and goes to the competition. Bad, right? Uh, Talking competition, increased competition. Somebody opening up next door, new service, new offering, yes. They might not have any kind of reviews or anything else, but they're making it up for bringing the shiny little new toy in the market, right? Then we're coming to the tactical things that like, ah, oh, crap, I did poor forecasting or oh, bummer, I did a real bad pricing decisions over there, right? So all of those items are, are justified, but they're, they're little niblets along the show, to be honest, right? Because... What is happening and with the increase in algorithms is the pressure is non-stop, right? And in good times, everybody's happy, right? No issue. You're driving rate. Yeah, you might get a bollocking because you didn't drive enough rate, right? Or you did things too early. But to be honest, in good times, it's an easier life to be a revenue manager. But in bad times, it really sucks, right? Because what have we been drilled from for 20 years odd? Revenue managers don't create demand. They only manage demand. And if there ain't any demand, well, what are you doing here? Right? Now, for me, that's bollocks. 
right? It's absolute baloney because as a revenue person, you should look after the commercial stuff, right? You should work with sales and marketing because you can't just sit there and say, I only manage and pricing will only get you. If pricing is your only marketing tool, get out, right? Because it highlights that you might not have a USP to compete in a market. And as I said, in a buoyant market, anybody can compete. You can, you can fight above your weight, right? But in those low demands, in the downturn, in the not hitting budget, in economic recessions, right? You have an issue because all of a sudden you got to get creative. All of a sudden you have to do stuff, do stuff to entice people to book. And it's not just dropping your pants and, and throwing your rooms out there for nothing, right? But again, it's not the number one fear because I believe the number one fear is not knowing the answer and looking stupid. That for me is the number one fear every revenue professional has. When the boss comes and asks a question and you sit there like a deer in, in, in the flashlights. Are they called flashlights? In the, in the headlights, sorry. Not being able to move. Or when you're asked, with all those things that you have done, why is there still not more demand or why there's not stuff coming? That's at the crux of the problem. That's the issue that we have. That's where we sit because we're personally sitting there and feeling let down, right? We don't want to be the stupid one. We don't want to look like that. And that comes down to the confidence of you saying, and everybody in revenue management actually saying is, A, I got to prepare my stuff. You got to nail the analysis. So the same conversation I had this week, we talked about what is actually the biggest part where it can go wrong. What is the biggest part where you have to make an impact? It's the analysis. I can visualize data and you hear me saying it over and over and over and over again. Visualize, analyze, and optimize, right? You take data, you put it into visualizations, tables and everything else, right? That's, that's easy because if you can't do it, you have a data problem. And then on the other hand, you have the optimization. So the outcome of guess what? Well, the analysis. And most of the times we are not able to explain the optimization because we don't know our stuff on the analysis part, right? If you have issues with that, give me a call. We have Ivy perfectly built to exactly save you hours and hours and hours of that. And guess what? We're taking the biases out, right? But this is the number one fear and I can say revenue managers, but anybody who actually has anything to do with driving the commercial performance of the business is not knowing the answer when I'm asked as to why. Why is this stuff not working? And for you, the solution to that is A, to get the analysis done, to get it properly done without a bias without any kind of subjectivity into it. Just purely the blank numbers to tell me I did X and outcome was Y, right? As long as you're putting good intentions of doing something, the outcome can be forgiven, 
You're not waking up in the morning saying, I want to screw my business. No, you don't. You wake up in the morning saying like, I want to do an amazing job. I want to take and drive revenue into this property. And because of that, I'm doing ABC. It's not working. Do something different. Stop, start, continue. So don't be too hard on yourself. There will be parts where you don't know the answer. There's nothing wrong with saying, I do not know the answer and I will come back to you. Right? But if the answer is, I don't know my shit, then you have an issue. Right? And with that, I let you go off into the weekend thinking, how can I know my stuff better next week? And how can I make it easier on myself to answer those questions that I normally become the deer in the headlock? And with that, goodbye, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.